I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, girl dads? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're feeling good. I hope that you are as excited and looking forward to this year as I am. I'm oddly optimistic, and I'm not really an optimistic person per se, so it's kind of weird that I'm feeling this kind of good about this year, and I don't really know why. Like, I don't have anything lined up. I just kind of feel some some vibes, some energy, just like I'm ready to go, and so it feels good, and and I think one of the, the reasons why I'm starting to feel optimistic. And again, I'm not like this generally optimistic person. I'm more of, uh, I don't know what I am, to be honest with you. I call myself a realist, but I probably bordered pessimist most of my life. But the reason why I think I'm optimistic is because of my health journey. And so I am focusing on this. This is going to be kind of the story that I'm talking about here for a little while is health and being on a health journey and the importance of being on a health journey as a dad, as a person. You know, we have to be better ourselves if we're going to help the next generation be better. Like if we're going to help our girls, we we have to help ourselves first. Like we can't we can't fill somebody else up from an empty cup, you know. And so I think my optimism, the reason why I'm I'm optimistic is that I, so when I started my health journey, my commitment was to show up and I met that commitment. I met that commitment every single day. I don't think I missed a single workout that wasn't pre-planned or, or you know what? That's, that's probably a lie. I, I, I know I probably missed a couple here and there, but out of 365 days, without like a planned vacation that was pre-communicated to my coach and prepped beforehand and all that stuff, I think I probably missed a handful of workouts just because life happened. So I showed up every day and that was the one thing that I knew going into my health journey that I could do, right? So I knew that I wasn't able to lose the weight on my own. I wasn't able to get strong on my own. I wasn't able to do all this stuff on my own. The one thing I knew that I could do is that if I committed to something, I could show up every single time because that's something that I've proven to myself that I can do. And that is really the start of it is that commitment to show up. And it goes back again, it goes back into your identity. It, who are you? You know, And most of us who have been on, let's say, a a downward spiral or a slide on our health journey, right, we got there because we kind of, because we broke a promise to ourselves. This is not my original idea. If you listen to Ed Milet, uh, if you listen to some of the other big health coaches out there, life coaches, they're going to say the same thing. There was a point in time in which you broke a promise to yourself. And I actually had to work through that recently. And I remember, I remember that point. So I was uh, newly married. So like I'd been working jobs all the time, but like kind of had this artistic dream, uh, artistic pursuit. Like I really want to be a writer. I am writing. I'm I'm writing stories now again. But like I wanted to to be that starving artist 
motif, that idea, you know, back in the day when I was young. But I was newly married, had a job. We wanted to start a family. And it was, hey, man, do we stay where we're at? Or do you get a promotion so that we have more secure, more money coming in and more security for the family so that we can build a family on it? And I, being the good husband and soon-to-be father, chose, hey, you know what? I'll put this stuff on the back burner. I'll just kind of let it go. I'll focus on the day job, the career, and get stability and you know, for the family, some security for the family. And when I made that decision, it broke a promise that I'd made. And the promise that I made was that I, my whole life, my whole life, like as long as I can remember saying something, I have always said that I will never be a cube monkey, meaning like just a, in a mindless ape sitting behind a keyboard, banging on on it all day. And the moment I cho- made that choice, I, I broke that promise to myself and became a committed cube monkey because like, I had to become a supervisor. So I was becoming a leader on, on that team. And so like, there was no, like, people relied on me, their jobs relied on me, like I had to take that serious. And, and that, you know, it, there's lots of justifications for it, right? I had all the reasons and and none of them were bad, right? Security and stability for my family were a good thing, but it did break a promise for me. And that promise put me into a life that I told myself I would never, ever live. And so that is the point in which I, I lost confidence in myself, right? Because I didn't trust myself anymore. Like the, the ability to pursue something consistently and forever was broken. And so then now I'm like, well, you know, if you broke that promise, you're going to break up every, like there's no promises safe with you now. And that, that's kind of the language I had in my head. Not, I didn't say those words exactly to myself, but that's kind of what happened, right? Like I broke one of those primary promises. And so then the trust with myself was broken and it was gone. And so now you know, I'm, I'm living life. I'm doing all these things. And I'm, I, you know, gained baby weight because there's sympathetic weight. I don't know. They say there's all kinds of reasons why dads gain weight with babies too. I think it's because my wife craved five guys, hamburgers and fries. And I was never going to say no to that. So like I was eating burgers and fries like every night. I think that's really what it was, but I gained a lot of weight. I, and during those times, you know, I, I was doing, physical activity, still gaining weight, you know, like doing all these things because like I would be at the office, you know, and just miserable. And so I would eat the donut and then I'd go back for a second donut. And then because I was just like so miserable, I would go back. I would usually have like three donuts on a Friday, right? Like I was eating all the donuts and then they would have cake for someone's birthday that afternoon. You know, I had cake too, right? So that's kind of how that went. And I found myself in just a life and a, a look and a health, a sta- like a health status that was not good. Uh, there was a point in which I had blood work and they were saying, hey, man, you're bordering pre-diabetic and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I don't I don't know. I don't have time to think about all this stuff. But like it wasn't I was overweight at that point. I think my highest weight, I think my 
my ultimate size, I think I touched 230. Um, but that was like a bad day. So like I, I usually rode around 225. That was heavy. Uh, that was quite a bit heavy. My doctor wanted me at 180. And I was like, dude, that's not even possible for me. Like, I don't think I've ever been 180 in my life. Uh, and, and I just, I didn't trust myself to be able to do that. So, you know, here comes COVID shutting everything down. Like I, I'm trying to get serious. I've, I've told the story before about my girls, right? How about them being born has been the best motivation I've ever had, because if I want to tell them to, to chase their dreams, then I have to model that for them, right? Like I can't be a hypocrite. If I want to tell them to be healthy and live a healthy life, I can't just preach it while I'm jamming brownies down my face. I got to live it out. They got to see me work hard and work out and exercise and eat healthy and enjoy it and love it and not resent it. Like they got to see all that stuff. And so like with all of that, you know, like I'd been kind of picking at it, trying to lose a little weight here. And then I, I got real serious about it. We took on keto we did all this stuff, and I'd been on like yo-yo weight loss for two years, let's say. And COVID came in, shut us all down, and it finally gave me the time to exercise because, like, I was an hour commute, day job, work late, cook dinner, no time. There was just no time to exercise. And so now with COVID, I got my hour commute back, so I had an hour to exercise. I took advantage of it, and I was able to get myself down to. 200 201 i think was the lowest i was able to get on my own but then it would go back up to 210 215 and then it would go you know like but it wasn't consistent and that's when i got my coach and so when i got my coach the very first thing like i said in the last one we spent six months working on my identity and the most important piece of that identity is like dude it doesn't matter how good of a workout it was. Just show up. Did you show up? Then celebrate that you showed up, right? Show up every single time. Just be the type of person that shows up every single day. And if you can be that person, then the results will come. And that's exactly what happened, man. Like they're, they're, the, the workouts weren't always good, but I showed up. You know, I was there. And even though it might not have been this giant physical victory in which I burned a thousand calories or anything stupid like that, the mental victory was there. That even though I didn't feel good, I I was still there. I still showed up. And what that did is that started to rebuild the trust in myself that I could count on me to get things done. And so that helped me learn and trained me to be someone who shows up to something every single day. And having the accountability of a coach really helped me with that because like I, I had to answer to why I didn't show up if I wasn't going to show up. And if it was BS, he told me, hey, that's BS. Show up. Get it done later today then. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. That's BS. You know, I, I totally agree. And and so there it was, right? That That's the help that I needed. And this translates directly into being a dad. I mean, this health journey is is not just about being physically strong enough for our girls, like opening a jar of pickles for them, you know what I mean? Being physically strong enough so that they they rely on you, that they believe that you're Superman, that's important. Um, not just the modeling, the health for them so that they have a healthy model to build on for their own lives, but it's about showing up for them 
every single day. Like if you are the type of person that shows up every day, if you're there every day, then you're going to be that for them, right? And when they get older, they're going to going to know that you're the type of person that shows up every day. They know that, hey, dad might not know how to handle my high school drama because he's not a teenage girl. But you know what I do know? I know he's going to be there. I know he's going to be there every day, right? That is critical. That is a foundation. That is like a, a rock, a cornerstone that they can build on. There's this trust that they they know that no matter what happens dad will be there right he might not know how to handle it but i know he's always going to be there like i know that i won't ever fall below that point and that is that's a launching point and so in order to provide that for them we have to we have to be that and so this is one of the the biggest reasons why I encourage a health journey and starting it and being consistent with it and being passionate about it and driving it is because it's the type of person that you become from it. Not, not the six pack abs or the weight loss or the looking sexy or any of that stuff. It's the type of person you are, the confidence, the consistency, the reliability, all of those things. It's, it's, those X factors that come from it that really, really pay off. And if we really want to be a good dad for our daughters, it's got to start with us. And a health journey is 100% the most accessible and controllable way to get started. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.